Hi, I'm Lisa Kennedy and you're listening to The Bra and the Brave. This podcast celebrates the creative and the courageous. I am fascinated by those who are talented, forward-thinking and inquisitive. Sharing their stories, wisdom and everything in between, The Bra and the Brave is about people and their passions. So on to today's episode... I'm used to it, I'm used to it. <laughs> um, I am here with James Klinger. Hello. Hello, thank you so much for doing this. No, thank you for getting in touch. This is very exciting because I don't, well, I now know James, but I didn't know James. This is the beauty of uh, social, social media, media yeah. totally. Uh-huh. So I guess I'd, I had done the Glasgow Mural Trail a couple of weeks ago with mm-hmm. my mum, mm-hmm. just thought, Rather than go to the shops, that's our kind of go-to. If I've got a day off, let's go to the shops. And uh, I was like, what, what else could we do? And I was like, oh, I'd really like to do that Glasgow Mural Trail. Downloaded the, the map kind of thing. And that's what we did. And we had a total ball. And one of my favourite pieces on the, the, the Mural Trail is your Glasgow Tiger. A tiger. And then... James had then messaged me saying, I'm glad you enjoyed the show. And I was like, oh, really sorry that I didn't yeah. tag you in it. And then, we hit, and then you're here. Here you're, I am. You're in my kitchen. That's it. <laughs> Social media working totally at its see. best. Absolutely. Brilliant. So, oh my goodness, all the questions that I've got, I guess, um, if we're sitting chronologically, when did you show an interest in art or a talent for art? Like how young were you when you were showing an interest for I was art? young. Were you? I right? was young. Okay. So from, uh, from like a really early age, just mm-hmm. like being told to go to my room was not a punishment because uh, <laughs> my dad would bring back the was the matrix dot paper you that's know so the weird. sheets that's what Jillian Badger the tattoo yeah. artist used oh, she said that, that. And I was like oh that's what it's called yeah, alright well, great great here. right okay <laughs> so yeah you just have like the, the folds and folds of paper and stuff yeah. and um, I would just like be up in my room and, and just drawing anything uh-huh. and everything Um dinosaur books or whatever uh-huh. and then when when I found Spider-Man comics and stuff like that right. game, game changer so <laughs> just in my room drawing comics and just just drawing constantly 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 yeah. and then just, is there anyone else in your family like into art my dad he was he was uh, he was quite good at painting when he was a kid mm-hmm. um, but never pursued it and then he got back into it after watching Bob Ross Mm-hmm. on the Discovery Channel right? Um, and he would record the VHS tape record <laughs> episodes of uh, Bob Ross and I remember meeting up with him and we went to the art store on Queen Street mm-hmm. and he was like right let's let's get all the stuff so he bought an easel and um, bought an easel all the paints and everything mm-hmm. like that and he'd set up his studio <laughs> inverted commas in the living room <laughs> right? and just have the remote to like pause and play and pause yeah, and play yeah, and um, for a year just for a year uh-huh. he, he got back into it but that was uh, how he managed to sort out everyone's Christmas and birthday presents for a year <laughs> have a painting of some mountains <laughs> so, listen if you get a talent you gotta use it <laughs> yeah. so I guess my mum's not arty she she enjoys going to museums mm-hmm. and stuff and she knows what she likes but um was it something you were like kind of showing a talent for at school? Yeah, was that something? Yeah, all my all my report cards <laughs> in other uh, subjects would uh-huh. be like if James spent more time focused as he would be in the art department in English, right. he might be 
better. James has got great potential, but clearly he's he's staring at the window looking at the art department. And throughout my entire school career, I was just always about mm-hmm. spending as much time in the art department. Yeah. And when I started secondary school, um, the, the sixth years for A-level had mm-hmm. uh, a room that was just purely for the A-level students. Okay. Um, and it got my attention. And I said, right, I'm going to stick through this school thing. Right. And I'm going to be in there one day. Totally. And I'm going to have my final year at school in there. Wow. And that was. And so you just I knew made, that was I what you wanted it, to yeah, do. Yeah, I, I put Which up. Which is such a gift because I think as a young person it's really difficult sometimes to to navigate through mm-hmm. like what you want to do and that question that you keep getting asked like, what do you want to do? Yeah. What do you want to do when you grow up? What do you want to do when you leave school? Like it's it's quite difficult for most young people to know. So that's amazing that you just knew this is what I want to be doing. Compared to like all my school friends, uh-huh. who. I wouldn't say any of them really knew what they wanted to do, mm-hmm. but for me it was always I'm gonna be an artist. Mm-hmm. So this is you growing up in Ayrshire then at the time. Well, I went to school in the West End of Glasgow. Oh, cool. So I would um, commute by the train every day, and um, yeah, just uh, that gave me the half hour train trip. Would you know? I'd be drawing my sketchbook, and then I'd see all the all the graffiti coming into Central Station. So. You know, my teens, I would like just copy that and got mm-hmm. got in, into writing and stuff in that kind of style. Mm-hmm. And my sketchbooks were just covered with yeah, like like Spider Man and and and, and graffiti s. But I, I never did graffiti. I, okay. ne- I never yeah, yeah. Um, did any of that. But just always liked it. Uh-huh. Liked how just it looked an and for pr- it. totally appreciation. Yeah. Um, and then got through school and then went up to Duncan and Johnston. Okay. And Dundee. And how was that experience for you? That was good. I thought I was applying to do fine art, but it was a, a um, so I did a foundation year, and transpired to just end up doing illustration and printmaking. Oh wow! Right, okay. Because um, it was, there seemed to be more, like graphic design, more job opportunities. But rather than sitting in front of a computer, mm-hmm. you're, you're printing, right. and learning how to lino cut, and also drawing and stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Um, it had an appeal, but towards the end, I thought, hmm, my stuff's more going towards a fine art. And I said to my tutor, I said, I think I want to switch mm-hmm. to fine art. And she said, you're just about to do your final year. Why don't you just stick it out? You can create work more fine art based, but just stick it out, which I'm glad I did. Yeah. But yeah, I've never had one illustration job in my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's just been more fine arty. Just, yeah, uh, that get, just uh-huh. was your yeah. go-to style. Uh-huh. Yeah. So then, yeah, left Dundee and got got a job, um, nine to five type mm. thing. Three different jobs, um, from working in a warehouse, packing clothes, to then working in property management for many, many years. Wow. And then it got to the stage, 2014, where it just got too much doing, because mm-hmm. I would... Wake up at seven in the morning to do the nine to five, mm-hmm. wake up at seven, go to work, come back, have my dinner um, with my wife and then head off to my studio until right. like three in the morning, come back, Goodness. wake up at seven uh-huh. and, and do it. Um, and at that point, were you just creating because you just needed to create or was it... It was a bit of both. Uh-huh. It was, I was creating um, to get just get it out uh-huh. there. Yeah. But also there were client jobs as well. Okay, cool. So... I think when I did the panda mural on mm-hmm. Mitchell Lane, yes. I still had the nine to five job goodness? as well. So I had to like work that in yeah. to do 
uh, do it on the weekend. Um, but then I was I had some corporate client jobs as well, some exhibitions and commi- mm. private commissions. Right. So it was all like, yeah, full on. Absolutely. I, I need to do this. Yeah. And then I was doing a job for Red Bull, more computer-based work. And I took my laptop with me to my nine-to-five and I was excusing myself to go to uh, the toilet. <laughs> but I was actually gone into the back seat of my no car way. to like work on this project <laughs> for this client and um, got the job done and they were all happy but I got home that day and I said to my wife I said I can't do this anymore mm-hmm. I need to I need to go for it yeah. it's not doing me any favours I'm knackered mentally and physically mm-hmm. I want to have a bit of a life uh, as well and she said well go for it and then I thought, right, I better speak to my dad, just to tell him what I'm. Yeah. I always did. Always like to tell my dad yeah, yeah. and stuff because he's he shows interest. Mm. And we went for a beer, and he said, "Well, can you make it work?" I was like, "Yeah, as well. It's mm. what you've always wanted to do. So go for it." Yeah. And um, you just needed that reassurance. So yeah. So in 2014, I've been full time artist. Amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm very Great. successful. <laughs> which yeah. is yeah. So, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you are. Which is amazing. <laughs> like I mean that in itself is an inspiration to anybody who is creating and wishing that this was their thing, this was what they were doing day to day. Well working the nine to five suited and booted. Mm. Which I hated. <laughs> um I actually binned my suit. My last day of work, I binned my suit. Like a ritual. Kind of like <laughs> yeah, got into the house like Bruce Almighty style, just it just Be swept off and then straight into the bin. But uh-huh. it was that motivation of yeah. this is not how I want to be. I don't want to be wearing a suit. I mm-hmm. want to just wake up and just go to the studio and just, just do throw paint around. Do. Yeah, mm. that's it. And I would go meet up for coffee or lunch with friends who worked in the in the area because I was working my nine to five was in the West End um, I'd meet up with a fellow artist friend and fellow creative and uh, they'd be talking about what they were up to and I'd be like oh well I got to go on my lunch hour's nearly oh, finished I'll catch up with you on the weekends and stuff and it was just oh, it was just yeah, yeah I mean, you were dead, when's it going to happen totally when's it going to happen you know mm-hmm. um, yeah. but you just got take that plunge just like you obviously had the drive to do it because if you were working all those jobs oh yeah still making it happen Uh like that obviously was showing you and showing your wife and your dad you know that you were just everyone and all my friends my friends were all supportive as well like anytime i'd had a show or was involved in like doing a mural Mm -hmm. or anything i'd be my friends and family would be unbelievably supportive because they knew this is who james is yeah and obviously looking at your art, you're like, yeah, you're meant to be doing this. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> not just chucking paint about, to be fair. Like, me chucking paint about and you chucking paint about <laughs> is a different thing. <laughs> I don't know, you can create some amazing things yeah, if you just well. throw it on a canvas and see what happens. Hmm. It's all expressive. Like, how would you describe your style? Well, if you look over the years, it's, it's definitely changed. Um, so, with my work, it starts off with intricate and detailed hand-cut stencils. Yes, which I've seen like a couple of clips of videos you put on. That's insane. Yeah, so I'll sit... How much I'll, work goes into that? Yeah, quite a lot. Ah. There were... Um, my older work from 2006 mm-hmm. 
uh, starting off I would just do urban landscapes so go around Glasgow taking photos of like dingy alleyways and mm-hmm. stuff um, and when I was in Rome um, on holiday with my wife um, I had my little camera mm-hmm. and I was taking photos of like fruit stalls and markets okay. and stuff and that would transpire into becoming a painting so I would sit there print out the image several times sit there scalpel blades cutting mat and just sit and cut for hours and hours yeah. and hours I did an edit on YouTube one time where you can see the clock in the background just a time lapse and the uh-huh. clock's just like spinning from <laughs> like 10 in the morning until like 2 at, two in the morning just non-stop but there was no expression in the in the uh, in the work it was very much like the painting, once the painting was done, it kind of almost just looked like the photograph. It was really, really photorealistic uh, to the point I had a show in 2007 down in Bristol mm-hmm. and um, someone came into the exhibition and was like, well, where are the paintings? <laughs> and uh, the curator like, just grabbed the guy and said, these are paintings, these are hand-cut stencils, look, wow. look at that detail. So, but over the time there's been more expressive mark making. Um, incorporated in the work and um, so now if you look at my more recent work mm-hmm. my work is primarily figurative studies yeah. I like doing yeah. portraits, I like um, doing paintings of the figure and there's a lot more expressive mark making it's it's now the hardest part is knowing when to stop pushing it too far uh-huh. um, and a lot more of me goes onto the canvas right. I would say right. um, and I describe it as I'm almost like attacking the canvas because I'm now using, as well as the stencils, uh-huh. I'm working in the image with a palette knife and like really slashing, aggressive mark making and drips and it just becomes like a controlled mess uh-huh. almost if you will, yeah, controlled okay. chaos. So yeah, when I'm working yeah. on the portrait it's just an explosion of, of black and, and, and paint and then I'll step back and I'll just suck the image to make it a bit tighter uh-huh. so you can start to see the figure a bit right. more clear. Uh-huh. Um, and are you just responding at the time? You're not... Yeah, that, yeah, not yeah. Like I don't, I don't or... usually... I don't really sketch mm-hmm. any paintings. I just go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like Francis Bacon used to. Um, but just, yeah, just would really just let whatever spontaneous expression yeah. on the canvas mm. like if I'm doing a photo shoot with, with a model to get my yeah, initial yeah, images yeah. I'll sketch out roughly so I can show this is what I'm looking for mm. can, can we um, work with that but then once I've got the image it's just sit down cut the stencils and then whatever happens on the canvas happens on the canvas yeah yeah uh-huh. um, so it's, it's exciting that way. I, yeah. I get really, really excited now when I'm in the Absolutely, studio. Absolutely, yeah. I get excited when I'm in the studio anytime. Uh-huh. Whether I'm working on a canvas or watching an artist interview on mm-hmm. online mm-hmm. or just like flicking through books. Totally. Um, so you have your own studio space then? That yeah, you... I've got my own studio space. It's a small studio space um, out in Ayrshire. So it's really, it's quite private. It's nice and quiet. Uh, there's no real distractions. Uh, I take the dog with me. So when I need to clear the head, I can take her for uh, a really nice long walk in the country. Nice. 
I knew you were good people when I seen you had a dog. I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, Eva's Eva's my girl. She's Is that yeah, Eva. Eva she, so she's the German Shepherd cross. <laughs> yeah. With a Rottweiler, apparently. Got her from the dog home in Hamilton. Amazing. And uh, yeah, she's my girl. <laughs> we're just we're like we're as tight as can be. And what would you say, including Eva, is looking at optimum environment in your studio? Like, what do you have in place there to you know feel like you're going to have like a productive day or a productive session? Like, do you play music? Do you? Yeah, yeah, music. Music is is quite. Uh, influential Mm because sometimes depending on what song might be playing in the background Mm -hmm. whilst I'm painting that can almost influence my mark making with the palette knife Um, because I saw a video that you'd put on Instagram about about different ideas of what love is and like about lyrics and yeah so that if you did use music as a kind of that was from my uh, solo show at the McLaurin Gallery out Uh in uh, air in 2017 Mm -hmm. where I was listening to uh, I was inspired initially by a, a documentary that art historian Simon Shema mm-hmm. Shama did, where he looked at uh, portraits, uh, the faces of Britain. It was called um, different aspects of portrait, portraits of power, portraits of fame, portraits of the people, okay. and portraits of love. So I was really, really. I mean, I was religiously watching this mm-hmm. five-part documentary, and I was really quite taken by. By the um, the, uh, the documentary about the love portraits. Okay. So, and music obviously plays a big part. You're always listening to music. Mm-hmm. I'm always listening to music and um, just really listening to the lyrics. And I thought, well, what if I take this influence and and give my own interpretation of what singer songwriter yeah. is saying? And it was really really interesting because it transpired that all the song lyrics were coming from female perspectives. Right. Then painted by a man trying mm. to interpret those female lyrics. So I found that whole process yeah, quite yeah. interesting and uh, that just it just happened that way that it was all female singer-songwriters that okay, I was that listening, you were listening to. to. So it was people f- from, ranging from Portishead to FKA Twigs to Jesse Ware to Bat for Lashes mm-hmm. and stuff like that and um, it produced a really really interesting body of work yeah. and, and that show did really well and it um, and I think the idea of using music as, as an influence is something yeah, that I'll probably absolutely. continue with as well You were saying earlier on about knowing when to, to stop mm. like that must be really difficult you're putting out essentially your baby into the world for other people to yeah to um, and like you're like is this it is this is this it finished am I ready to yeah because it's quite a daunting thing absolutely. to like let people You've just spend so much time and so much care I mean those hand cut stencils alone oh, they get destroyed <laughs> you know? at the end Do as well they? yeah yeah so stenciling you can if you wanted to recreate the image mm-hmm. when like several times okay. and there are people that use stencils that do do that but I've always since I started doing stencils would do the image just once and then just destroy the stencils retire the image mm-hmm. um, making each painting unique Lovely. and of the moment um, so that was a big when I was first starting out my career that was a big um, drawing point to where I'd get invited to do shows because mm-hmm. um, posting videos on YouTube and stuff and yeah. you see me create this 
large canvas of a street scene and then you see me just, just ripping the stencil <laughs> afterwards and that, that got me some attention. Yeah, of course. Um, but knowing when to stop is, yeah, I mean, sometimes what I would do is you're always like taking a step back from the yeah. canvas to look at what bits you can change and okay. what bits you can um, touch up. And then sometimes what I'll do is I'll take a photo on my phone of the of the painting mm -hmm. and then I'll leave the studio, look at it on my phone a few times throughout the night. And you're looking at it differently that way. Um, you're seeing it differently. It's not standing in front of you. And, yeah. and sometimes that really, really helps uh -huh. for me to go, right, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll work on that. I'll touch yeah. that. that. That bit's not right. That bit's not hmm. right. And um, and then it's, yeah, when you when you finally sign the piece, that's, there's no going that's back. It. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and varnish it. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Game over. The scale in terms of like how you work. I mean, those murals, that's like a whole other... Yeah, so... The panda, yeah, so mm -hmm. the panda was the first one uh -huh. I did. Oh, right, okay, cool. And, um, so when was that? Oh, gosh, that was, I think, 2000 and, sorry, 20, 2013. Wow, right. 2013. I hadn't done anything that big. And, um, and did they just, like, how did that come about? Did they just, so someone just approach you? So I work with a gallery in Creswell Lane in the West End of Glasgow mm -hmm. called Art Pistol and they sell my work but they also help get me walls nice. in the city centre <laughs> and I was approached by Art Pistol as our first mural collaboration mm -hmm. to paint something on the side of this wall um, on Mitchell Lane because it was the Commonwealth Games were coming up and they, they really wanted to tidy up the city because mm. there was Commonwealth Games, there was a lot oh, of hype and huge, stuff. Yeah, that was the most work I ever got. Yeah, <laughs> good times. Yeah, it was good times actually. Oh, good times. But um, the 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 alleyway, Gordon Lane, I think it's called, mm -hmm. that takes you from Mitchell Lane to uh, the Beer Hall. It, there's a lot of um, bins and stuff, mm. and it's quite a grimy yeah. lane. I made some for some great paintings back when uh, when I was taking from Glasgow. in Glasgow. <laughs> They were going to fence it off, and the fence was going to represent bamboo, randomly. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> I got asked, would I be up for painting yeah. a panda? I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. So I went up and measured the wall, and had to figure out how to bring my stencils mm. to that scale. Um, managed to do it, learned a lot from that mural, and uh, it turned out good, and it's, it's, still, it's still holding up, it's a little bit tatty just now but it's still there and it still gets still yeah. gets a lot of um I sometimes see posts of it on, yeah, on instagram course. and stuff like that that must just be such a lovely feeling people would just be stumbling across mm -hmm. your work all the time yeah. unexpectedly and I think that's the, the great thing about yeah. the fact that they're just on random walls that you're just like oh wow well people have really just brightens people's days up you know the, the mural trail has been really embraced uh-huh um by the, obviously by the council who, mm. who set it all up, but also by uh, the locals, visitors. Yeah. It's just, it's such a great thing and it's, 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 it's you really amazing. Yeah, like. it's just, it just, to be able to um, contribute yes. is just an amazing thing. Mm, of course. The last one I did, the last mural I did was at Royal Exchange Square. Um, the, the, the little lane next to, between 
Rainbow Rooms mm -hmm. and Valerie Patisserie. And even just by emotioning the wall, people were coming up to me going, are you, is this going to be for a mural? Are uh -huh. you emotional because a mural is going to be put up? I was like, yeah. And they're like, brilliant, can't wait to see yeah, it. I'll be back and stuff awesome. like that. And there's a real hype for them and a real excitement. And I guess, like, if you're in your studio working, like, there's a lot of kind of, you know, solitude, like, you're on your own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To yeah. be out and doing something in the public for people just to be walking past and people maybe not being exposed to a lot of art and not, you know, art's not their, in vertical with thing. I think galleries know, can be quite a daunting place yeah, for some uh -huh. people. I or I've so. heard yeah. um, that in, in, yeah. in you interviews and stuff. You obviously were immersed in art from a young age, like, that was, it wasn't alien to you. Mm -hmm. That was something that interests you, but to other people, they just maybe, like, you see, they wouldn't think about going to a gallery that would be totally. something quite a daunting prospect uh -huh. but just to be able to just appreciate art and it's just great to talk to the, the people on the streets mm. and they're just so excited by the murals yeah, and they yeah. just they're just um and if when you say oh what have you done previously and i say oh i've done the, the tiger down at the broom mm -hmm. oh did you do the tiger at the broom yeah. oh the brilliant that must be a, a, a favorite to be fair it's, it's awesome. that one was the second mural i did okay so it was after the panda That's in huge. 2015 and mm. um it was yeah that mural made me realize i really do not like being up ladders <laughs> right because it was you know, up a three-tiered ladder uh -huh. and it was like really windy and oh, no. springy and you know. are you right down at the ward <laughs> oh my it was but it was the people that would come up and talk to me yeah um from people coming out of the sheriff court across the water <laughs> to, to just like cyclists on yeah. the cycle path and All just stopping and just talking to me and i'm just loving it and um so had there been i read something there was like I, I didn't know this but was there a piece already there, there was the yes yeah, so there was a, a mural of a tiger there right and um, i didn't realize that done previously and i got asked if i would be willing to touch up that image because the wall that the mural is on suffers from water ingress the tiger that was there before was really crisp lines mm -hmm. um kind of illustrated style of mm -hmm. like a big tiger chasing a ball of wool and uh I said, no, I'm not really it's up not, for touching up. Of course, somebody else's work. Yeah, and I knew who had painted that uh -huh. mural. So I got in touch with them and said, look, um, Glasgow City Council have asked for that mural to be touched up and I'm not prepared to mm -hmm. touch up, but, but they've asked me if I would be willing to paint mm -hmm. over with something new. Is this okay with you? Yeah. And they were like, by all means, please, yeah, oh, go for well, it. Yeah, well, yeah, that yeah. Was, that was... That was on your part yeah 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 um just consideration so sent in my sketch i said to art pistol who again secured the wall for me in the council that uh, my style with drips and the expressive mark making that i um, mm -hmm. brought in with the tiger at the sides uh, will allow will will um complement the environment because my drips and the um, yes. and the water ingress causing mm. the, the natural um running will really work with with this so like cool great so i got down and <laughs> the first day to had my black emotion started emotioning mm. over the existing mural and the police came up to me right and were like on their bikes on their bicycles and they're like, excuse me, what are you up to? 
I'm like, I'm, I'm doing my job whilst I was like, emotionally over. I don't like this, I'm just beating Yeah, no, this, this is, this has got to go. And, uh, just happened to be passing that's it. Of you know, I'm, I'm doing you guys a favour. And uh, they were like, is, is this legal? This is broad daylight, this is like nine in the morning. And I said to them, I said, well, am I running away? Oh, that's a good point, actually. Aye, okay. So I got chatting to the police officers yeah. and um, told them about the whole thing and they came back every day. Ah, oh, cool. <laughs> and uh, I did have this one elderly lady come up to me. She was furious. Was she she came up whilst I was emotioning Oofed. the mural and she was furious. Oh, no. Um, I said, look, trust me. Trust me. Give me, th- give me three or four days. Please come back. <laughs> And uh, let me know what you think. She never did. But there was, there's, across the water, there's a hospice. And a woman uh, came over and she said, my dad has been in here for years in the hospice across the water. And uh, he, he's been sat by the window watching you every day. And he's just been loving it. That's Because it, it was uh, built upon three layers of stencils. Okay. So he saw the black emulsion, and then one day would be the first layer, the yeah. next day would be the second, and then the third layer, the last day. So he could see the prog- the progression. Yeah, of course. Each day. That's lovely. And, Your uh, art must just be touching people's lives that you, you, you're you never, ever going to even find out about. So it's lovely when I guess you get so. that opportunity for somebody to say that, you know, and that, you know, that's going to obviously well, that was inspire really nice. the next yeah. lot of work, you know. When you well, that was, that was, that was really met. nice, in fact, yeah. that she took the time to, like, leave her dad to come yeah, over yeah. and chat to me it was really nice so but because it's out there and the, you know for everybody to appreciate there just must be so uh-huh. many situations or criticize well the, you know the, the thing is like if it doesn't make you feel something mm-hmm. then yeah 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 whether you, know, you like it or hate it yeah uh-huh, it, it should uh-huh. you know art should make people feel something mm-hmm. whether it is like even you know dance or whatever i mean i've seen a uh, piece of dance of like I don't really get that, but cool. Yeah. Like, I appreciate it for what it is. Or, yeah. You know, everybody just has their what they like and what they don't like. Mm-hmm. But you want to at least spark a bit of emotion Yeah. when you're creating something. But working with other people, like collaborating and stuff, like with models, like you were saying earlier on, and obviously you work with Art Pistol, like being an artist and having that solitude in your studio, it must be quite nice to, to then collaborate and work with other creatives. Or Yeah, know, I mean, well... As I said, Art Pistol's a gallery and, yeah. and they um, sell my canvas work yeah. and then they we work together to secure um, wall space yeah, within, yeah. within within the city. And there's an Ed- Edinburgh-based gallery I'm with as well, uh, Robertson Fine Art, they're okay. in, in the city centre of Edinburgh. And they've had me at uh, the art fairs around uh-huh. around Scotland. And, and there's a lot, there's some exciting things out with those two galleries that I've got coming up as well, cool. projects um, that are still in the early stages. Yeah. But. Um, and do you get to meet a lot of the people that actually buy your art, or is that something that just is between the gallery and your your work? Sometimes, yeah, I've met. So you're like, who who's buying? Who you know? I'm, yeah, I'm, so I'm if, really inquisitive about who's. If there's like a show opening, people come up to me and talk to me and say, "Oh, I've just bought that piece," or they want. To, before they buy, they want uh-huh. to talk about the piece, or, okay, and um, and that's really nice. Yeah, obviously going onto your Instagram and realizing how much work goes into it, and mm-hmm. like you were saying, the expressive marks and the drips. Like well, that's the fun what, thing with Instagram is uh-huh. like I'm able to post photos mm. of a, a work in progress, yeah. 
Um, and then also the little videos, yeah. just so people can people see insight, how. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, that little if you're bit not of an insight. To art, you're not someone who who knows anything uh-huh. about art. It's it's just really interesting. Yeah. To because sometimes the process is just as important as the as the final yeah. um, product. But um, it's just nice to share things that way. But I don't post a painting um, on online until it's completely finished. Mm. I'll show little snippets, of course. but I won't post the uh-huh. um, same with like a private commission. I'll, the, the first person that sees that painting will be the client. Yeah. And then like a few days later, mm. I'll post it online. Of course. Yeah, so it's just, yeah, it's nice to, yeah. to do it that way. I was even sitting at the lights yesterday. It's the study of women in black yeah. on the left. It's lovely just to be able to appreciate art in the city like that yeah like, i mean like you're saying obviously your work you know extends to more than just the murals but in, mm-hmm. for me that was my introduction and now now i can and you know i can appreciate yeah. all the work that you do mm-hmm. through your instagram and like i'm always talking about social media because it does get a bad rep sometimes and i can see why like mm-hmm. you know there's plus sides and downsides to everything but a great thing about social media it does introduce people to things that maybe they would never have yeah. been exposed to before funny story about that uh-huh. wall so I had a, a solo show in 2017, at the start of 2017, at Art Pistol Gallery. Okay. And it was a body of work um, studying the women in black. So it was a, a, a variety of paintings. And Art Pistol had secured me the wall in the salt market to paint um, that mural, mm-hmm. to then get some press, to then bring some attention to the exhibition but unfortunately I managed to get that painted two days before the show was finishing and a reporter came to chat to me and take photos and the first exhibition I'd done using my real name I used to work with a yes, with an alias I was going to say that I've got that noted uh, <laughs> and I was, uh, so I worked under the name Clingatron yeah um, which started off when I finished art college and I was posting stuff online. Mm-hmm. I liked the idea of having anonymity. Yeah. Um, mm. Online. Yeah, fair enough. So you could Google Clingatron and you'd find so much because uh-huh. uh, posting on all these different mm-hmm. art forums and stuff like that. But you'd never find anything about James Clinger. So I liked that. Um, and then the graffiti influence and hip hop mm. influence and stuff mm. like that just having a kind of stage name if you yeah, would yeah of course but then I mean in 2016 I just got 2015 I just got sick of it I just got sick of it I guess you just evolve and change and, yeah and I was just know. like had a chat with uh, my good friend Mike and and, uh, and Smug who just were chatting to me over a coffee and they said you don't need that anymore. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I think I'm, I'm fed up of it. it I'm fed up of it. I'm done. Yeah. And it, it, it was the best thing. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just to feel like you had uh, Yeah. It was just like, a um, bit like that suit that you used to wear. And yeah. Like, yeah. Kind of. Off. Yeah. Cause it was just like, you talk to people and say, oh, what do you do? Oh, I'm an artist. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's your name? Oh, James, what, James Klinger. But, uh, but I work under this alias, uh, yeah. Klingatron. And I just, uh, yeah, just, got sick of it mm. so chatting to going back to the mural uh, the woman in black mural mm-hmm. I was chatting to the um, reporter 
and said, you know, this is the first exhibition since I dropped my, my um, alias. And he ran with that. Right. For the story. Okay, that was the So, <laughs> no mention of the uh, the oh, exhibition. God, right. um, the, the, the headline was, <laughs> Glasgow's Banksy Drops Pseudonym. Wow. <laughs> You're like, right. And I was like, it was in the Times. Is that right? It was in the Times. It was in all the other uh, like local papers and mm. the national and stuff like that. And it was like, Glasgow's Banksy. And I was like, oh my goodness. You're like, it was okay, just, wasn't going for that, but fine. It was just... <laughs> yeah, I guess you've got to find some sort of like hook yeah. for the story. <laughs> so my friends were like, hey, are you, oh, so you're Glasgow's Banks? I'm like, no. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. No, I'm not. <laughs> but um, yeah, but no, it's it's um, mm. it was a decision I don't regret. Great. That's it. Sometimes you've just got to mm-hmm. go with it and yeah. just go, yeah, this is right. Yeah. Not kind of second guess it uh-huh. type of thing. Totally. And what are you working on now? What's what's next for you? Uh, I am working on a really large mural project with okay. Glasgow City Council mm-hmm. um, where I will be doing 12 murals <gasps> Wow! under Central Station. Amazing! Mm-hmm. That's cool. So I'm just starting that just now. Right. So, um, That's really lots cool. Lots going on. I bet. Lots going on for that. Yeah. Yeah. So working and on that. Do they give you a brief, or are you getting? No, I'm freedom? kind of. I'm, yeah, I'm. I've. I've now. Um, uh, I had the chat with the council, and I said, "Look, I kind of just want to start doing the work I would do on canvas. Yes, I want to bring mm-hmm. onto the streets if I'm going yeah. to continue doing murals." And they were quite happy with that. Great. So there's now three studies mm-hmm. of a woman in black around the city, mm-hmm. and. Um, Council have now allowed me free reign to um, propose something for, for a mural and as long as it ticks a few boxes yeah. then yeah I can pretty much That's, create that what I want. lovely to have that freedom. Artistic freedom. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. So yes yeah, it's, it's going to be... right for the space and for the energy yeah. of the city and uh-huh, you know. Uh-huh. So I sent my proposal December of last year mm-hmm. and then took December off, Christmas, with my kids and stuff, and just enjoyed that time. Yeah. And then got back into the studio in, in January, but I was I was thinking of the project the whole mm-hmm. time, and I was, I thought, no, I don't like what I've sent, so I emailed the council, just saying, look, when I get back into the studio, can I, I've, I've had a, um, a change of mind for the mm-hmm. proposal, can I propose something else? And they said, yeah, sure. So got back into the studio, worked on something, sent it over. Yeah, we're happy with that. Perfect. Much, much better. Yeah, um, they obviously trust you. Yeah. That, you know, you want to do the best job possible and you want to just mm-hmm. get it right. Mm-hmm. You know, you so, want to create something that you want to be doing. Yeah, and they they were happy. So it's all been signed off, yeah. the proposal. So really, really looking forward to getting That's started exciting. on that. And it's undercover as well. So thank goodness. Because... <laughs> Not that, class, that Glasgow weather, you know. <laughs> I bet unpredictable in terms oh. of working with paint. Working with and stencils as well, because oh the wind, if it's yeah. windy, it's just an absolute nightmare. <laughs> I can imagine. Take your life in your own hands, climbing so, up ladders. And <laughs> oh, yeah, as well as the, the paintings and my language can be quite colourful if it's windy. <laughs> you're, you're, you've been on your best behaviour today. Well, thank you very much, under yes. pressure on this podcast. No pressure at all. <laughs> you mentioned your kids. Is, is, is art something that you enjoy as a family, or are they too little still to 
Well, appreciating dad's my work. son. <laughs> my son was in the studio the other day. He's two, and he mm. came in and I had this large canvas, like a meter and a half canvas, just lying in the studio. Mm. And then I found some paint pens, and I was like, right, go knock yourself out. <laughs> and uh, he's um, just drawing away, mm. just making a mess. <laughs> um, and I'm, I was absolutely loving it. Uh-huh. Until he then moved over and. I was working on some stencils and he he used the paint pens on that. Oh. I was like, mm. <laughs> just like picked him up, <laughs> picked him up and just like put him in front of the uh, the canvas again. <laughs> so I'll definitely have like some blank canvases yeah, and, and rolls cool. of paper in the studio for whenever he comes to to of visit. Course. If uh, if daddy's not too busy, yes. you know. And it's always a joy to to take. My uh, my wife and kids to mm. Kelvin Grove yeah. Art Museum. I love it there. Mm. And um, you know, you, there's there's two paintings there that just they just command my attention. The Salvador Dali is, is the the oh, I, I forget the name of it, mm. which is terrible. Um, the Man on the Cross. It's it's a phenomenal painting. Mm-hmm. Absolutely phenomenal. Is that the one that's like, is this it's got its, its own room? Up, like, as if yeah, it's from above, kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Stunning. Yeah. And I just think it's amazing mm-hmm. that Glasgow has that. Yeah. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. And then you walk into one of the other rooms and there's a Rembrandt of Alexander the Great. And it's just, I mean, Rembrandt is the boss. Mm-hmm. It's just amazing, just you can take. Absolutely. You need kids like, there. Pe- young people need to be exposed. Uh huh. To artists, as I was like from, it. A, from a young age, mm-hmm. you know, just appreciating. But that's the joy of Kevin work. Grove. Yeah. If he's fed up with that, you just go downstairs and have a look at all the yeah the the, the bones and the just even just to look at the building yeah inside and out. It's I just know, a we have stunning. A, we're very very lucky mm-hmm. in Glasgow mm-hmm. to have you know sometimes you look up and you're like geez oh like yeah. the architecture just there's so much detail in some of the buildings you just actually need to stop and just look yeah. and I think that was. For us, when we were doing the mural trail, there was parts of the city and things that you just discover doing that mural trail. You were like, yeah. oh, wow, well, look at that. Oh, that's uh-huh. cool. Or, you know, it just be a bit more present. Yeah. Because I think we're just so busy doing our thing and, you know, day to day. And sometimes it's nice just to, it's to even stop. With them, um, when Hollywood's come to Glasgow and they're mm-hmm. filming around George Square. Uh-huh. Um, was it when Brad Pitt was oh, in town, was World War Z, Z or something right. like that? Because... Apparently Glasgow looks like America. Uh, partly. All right. Uh, and you've got Damn's the. It cheaper than stuff in <laughs> Times Square, I would imagine. Absolutely. But then you've got like the buildings um, down at the bottom end of uh, Saint Vincent Street, mm. and they're just they're beautiful, beautiful uh-huh. buildings and stuff. And some of the architecture on uh, Wellington Street as well. Mm. It's just it's just lovely. Yeah, we're very lucky to have such a, a lovely city yeah. have you done any kind of work in, with young people in schools or anything is, have you taught no. any art is that something well there was a there was a time where doing the 9 to 5 I was mm. I was like I'm just so sick of it and um, went to the pub with my dad one time and a few pints in he said why don't you be a teacher because then it's like you can teach art you're doing art throughout the year mm-hmm. and then good holidays you can do your own thing yeah. and a little bit uh, well oiled I was like okay <laughs> no, that sounds like a good idea so I did I applied yeah. I, I went for it and then didn't get through to mm-hmm. do the course mm-hmm. which was a blessing in disguise I was say. yeah I don't think 
I enjoy I did a couple of work placements at schools mm-hmm. and I enjoyed it but to do it I'd take my hat off to uh, teachers yeah, it's a whole other thing. Yeah. so no I'm glad yeah. I'm glad that didn't happen yeah. but I enjoyed experiencing that yeah. to find out okay that wasn't well, that's it you've got to sometimes just try something mm-hmm. to know mm-hmm. what's for you yeah. thing. if you had um, a kind of wish list of like the next I don't know five years like what would in terms what's of my five year plan yeah like <laughs> not that I have a five year plan so this is why I ask other people I'm like what is it like to have a five year no but just is, is there something that you can see yourself doing in the future with the art I don't know it's like every day is I never know what like, what's going to mm. hit my inbox <laughs> yeah uh, whether it be from doing a podcast to <laughs> yes. come down south or come abroad to, mm-hmm. to do a mural or to exhibit um, down south or, or mm. again abroad um, so I like being able to just take every day yeah, as it comes yeah the variety of uh-huh. that and the yeah. predictability of which again is just a perk of the job I guess mm. where I can take the odd day off if I choose to totally. or like I remember being in my studio one time and just going in there and just not enjoying well not not enjoying but just mm-hmm. leaving frustrated leaving mm-hmm. fed up and frustrated and I'd be working on a canvas not for anything in particular mm-hmm. but just like painting away and just really not happy with what I was doing yeah, so I call, called up my, um, my mate for a catch up and he said well don't go in take the dog for a walk just just chill every day just take the dog for a yeah. walk and just have the week off and that was great advice and you just need to step away sometimes yeah yeah mm-hmm. and so in terms of plans I know what's happening later this year with yeah. with, with this large project mm-hmm. and I've got um, an art fair down in in London I need oh, to cool. um, work on the moniker art fair I need to plan out but after that I don't know I'll just continue just to create new work and um, continue my practice yeah Yeah. I'm at a stage in my career where yes things are happening yeah but I'm still having to make moves I'm still approaching galleries I'm still Mm -hmm. um, reaching out on social media um, to to try and start a conversation with be it a gallery or an organisation to say you know, I'd like to get involved. That sounds like fun. Sometimes it pays off. Sometimes it doesn't. So you just got to take that chance, kind of thing. Exactly. You just never know what can yeah. happen. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, like I asked you to do this, and you said yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's the thing. Like, like you said, you said earlier on a phrase that I usually use, like you know, if you don't ask, you don't, don't get. Ask, don't get. Uh huh. Totally. You need to put yourself out there and just trust. Yeah. Something good will come. You know, if you put good things out, Worst good things can will come back. Someone says no. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. What's funny, you'll know goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. We're coming out of all the cliche phrases now. <laughs> to me, like doing this podcast is the whole point of it is that um, you know I'm just intrigued, fascinated by people who are passionate about what they do. Mm-hmm. I'm very lucky to get to do what I do, but and I come across so many inspiring people and creative people and and just people who have a great story to tell as well. Like I'm just I'm a bit nosy. I'm just fascinated with other people and their stories yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think there's nothing better than being able to sh- share something you've created with other people and, and like spark up that conversation about mm-hmm. you know that day out with my mum that was a lovely day spent just appreciating something together and going mm-hmm. oh, that's lovely I really like that or that's really cool there or that looks really good in that building like 
the people that are involved in your art that you get to know about, there'll be, like mm-hmm. we were saying earlier on, there'll be so many people appreciating your art and they'll have their own stories to tell. Yeah. Like, we've got that lovely day together and you made that happen. Mm-hmm. Like, we wouldn't have been doing that if it you hadn't been for you. probably went to parts of Glasgow you've yeah. not been to yeah. in a while. Mm. or And that's what's really great with the mural trail is it's because it's branching out in all different parts of the city. Of um, it's really bringing a vibe to areas that might, might have been forgotten. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's wonderful. And um, look, I would just like to thank you for your contribution to Glasgow. I think it's amazing. Thank you thank very, you very much. much for oh, pleasure. <laughs> Happy to help. <laughs> <laughs> and um, no, I wish you all the best in everything you're doing, James. Like your work's just stunning. And anything I can do in terms of the podcast to promote what you're doing, I will like Brilliant. continue to. But thank you. We'll keep bringing out the podcast. I enjoy. Oh, yeah. thank you. I'm so a fan much, of podcasts, so it's it's nice to find. Uh, a new podcast to listen to. Yeah, it's just having to listen to my dulcet tones, that's the only thing. That's Anytime. <laughs> that's a payoff. <laughs> <laughs> so the next part of this podcast is, we've called it the thingamabobs because I couldn't think of another name for it and that's what you The thingamabobs works. Thingamabobs yeah, I like it, I like it. And um, I've just picked out a few questions for you. No pressure. No pressure. Anything. Um, the first one would be, what song do you know every single word to? Um. There's a couple. Three MCs and one DJ by the Beastie Boys. Nice. And uh, Mama Said Knock You Out by LL Cool J. You're a bit too cool, James. <laughs> Your choice is there. That's going to be like a karaoke special, like I Will Survive or something. Oh, they, don't, they don't come up on karaoke song sheets, so... They don't? No. Ah, gutted. Oh, <laughs> what does the world need more of? Trees. More trees. They absorb carbon dioxide, mm. don't they? And produce oxygen. That seems like such a obvious answer to a big, big problem. What would be your desert island meal? Oh. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Starter main and... Yeah, go for dinner. it. Go all out. Starter... Starter... Uh, I like a wee lentil soup. Nice. Lentil soup's nice. Cool. Uh, main, veal milanese. Ooh, right. Mm-hmm. I've never had that before. Oh, it's nice. It's nice. It's the bee's knees, right? Okay. And uh, dessert. Mm-hmm. Manan, I love Manan's apple tart. But uh, if she wasn't able to produce <laughs> that, I'll go for a sticky toffee pudding. Good. Good shout. Uh, washed down with uh, a Guinness. Oof. Good stuff. <laughs> Best advice ever given to you? Hmm, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Um, I don't know. Sometimes I, pretty stubborn. I just kind of don't listen to folk. You know? <laughs> um, or, best or something. I something. something yeah, <laughs> best advice I've given myself mm. is if if you don't have it, create it. Nice. Mm-hmm. I've got that written in pencil on my studio wall. If you don't have it, create it. I love that. Yeah. Your advice is very good. Advice. <laughs> <laughs> Just listen to yourself all the time. It works. It works in all scenarios, I yeah. guess. If you don't have it, create it. I actually made this question for you this morning. If you could be a fly on the wall mm. in any room at any point in time, so you can go back and history from you okay. in the past if you want where and when would it be 
You're getting all the hard questions. That is a hard one. If I, was a, <laughs> if I was a fly on the wall in any room, it'd be quite amazing um, to, to, to see an artist be in a studio and watch an artist work. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you know, he could be in the studio of Francis Bacon. That'd be pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you could watch Picasso paint Guernica. That would be amazing. Yeah, so let's go with that then. Yeah, yeah we'll cool. just go with one of those. Yeah, I'd <laughs> nice. say, yeah, we'll, we'll go... Yeah. If I was a fly on the wall, it'd be interesting to watch um, Picasso paint Guernica. Do you take sugar or salt in your porridge? Neither. Oh. Syrup. Controversial. Syrup, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Syrup. Nice. Well, I had it one time with a, a drizzle of whiskey. Oofed. Down in the Cotswolds of all places. Oh, right, okay. You know, I was down in the Cotswolds and um, porridge with a wee... Okay, a wee uh, kick. A wee, set you up for the day, that's for sure. Yeah, it was really good. But yeah, um, on a normal... Mm-hmm. <laughs> on a, you don't have that every day, do you? Not every day. But yeah, I'll... I'll, I'll um, ah, a bit of syrup. I like it. Last but not least. Um, Favourite Scottish word or phrase... I've been thinking about this. Have you now? Mm-hmm. Right? So, <laughs> stocious is a great word, isn't it? Nobody said that one yet. I was Good talking uh, with a fellow Scot out in Portugal, of all places. Right, okay. Um, Bo McLennan. And he, we were just chatting about, because he's been living out in Portugal for mm-hmm. years and years, and we were just talking about home. And he said, that's a great word, isn't it? Stocious. I was like, yep, <laughs> absolutely stocious. You'd be stocious if you'd hid your ponies oh, that you got the Cotswolds every absol- morning. Oh my goodness, absolutely. <laughs> but a uh, it's a good one, yeah, it's a yeah, great word, isn't it? that sums up a lot of people. Oh. <laughs> I like it's it. It's just a hilarious... Yeah, stocious. Stocious. <laughs> great word, love it. <laughs> Well, on that note, thank you so much for doing this. Well, thank you, Lisa. Thank I you really so much indeed. It. I wish you all the best. Thank you. Likewise, it's been an absolute pleasure. You're an absolute star. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Braw and the Brave, a podcast about people and their passions. Join us next time for more insight and inspiration from my wonderful guests. Bye for now.